Hey, 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 welcome, welcome. You're listening to MMA and Beyond. We're reaching episode 36 and fresh off the plane, fresh off a huge historic victory. Ray Longo in the house. Welcome back. Welcome to the good old USA, yeah, sir. Yeah, man, it's good to be back. I feel like Paul McCartney after they did the big uh, Beatles tour over there. But, uh, man, what an experience. Wait, what you missed uh, for while you were gone, maybe, the Paul McCartney news? Did you catch oh, any no. of this? Oh, no, since since, since oh, should you, I change it to Ringo uh, Starr? No, no, no. We're we're in this now. One minute into the show, I have to break it to you that Paul McCartney ex- told the people that at one point in time, him and and John Lennon would would masturbate together. Oh wow! So the That's, New York uh... Post, the New York Post had a their headline was "Come Together." Oh. And it said, "Meet the no." It said, "Beat the Meatles." <laughs> oh man! Is so this welcome what back with Is the this show. What happened with while I was away? You leave the U.S. and just all goes to shit. But yeah, so you bring yeah, up. They would you, I feel like together. they would mess with Yoko Ono in the same room. Or not? I have no idea. If so, she ruined it in some way for sure. Oh my God. But but yeah, right. so welcome well, forget back. Forget about the Paul McCartney we'll or the Chris Paul the producer. <laughs> forget that. <laughs> Buddy, oh. trivia, trivia. We, we we have a new trivia answer. We have the first UFC card in Russia, the first fight in the UFC in Russia ever, and the first victory to a UFC fighter in Russia ever belongs to the great Marab. What a, It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. It could not happen to a nicer guy, man. I was ecstatic, and I got to tell you, man, down to 10 seconds because of what's happened to this guy, I thought maybe the the roof of the stadium was going to blow <laughs> off something. I mean, I I was very superstitious. I really I just I I, I because of the past shit that's happened to this right. poor kid, I wasn't sure of what was happening down to I heard the 10 second thing go off <laughs> and I I think we got it, but I'm still not going to get excited right. because something could happen. But yeah, it's uh what he a great thing and you know amazing. He he's a he's a great kid uh beyond the fighting. Uh, I can't say it. I I just really can't go into all the good qualities about this kid and he's so much wiser than his years that it's mind-boggling to me cuz you know I know a lot of young guys like, and stuff. Like well, life-wise or life fight-wise? Wise, life-wise. Or? No, more than fight-wise. Fight-wise okay. I think he's still growing, you know what I mean because you know even in the uh like the uh, Ricky Simon fight, like see how excited he was. He's flying over the guy's back. That's the first thing we corrected. You got to calm down and you got to think, you know. So, you know, somebody said, you know, after the fight, you know, uh, I think it was uh, Zuka because Zuka had a fight. And somebody said, well, Zuka's got a lot of heart. And he goes, how could I not have a lot of heart being friends with Marab? And Marab says, well, not, I want brains now. So I go, Marab, no, brains and heart? You're gonna go very far. <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? Super coachable. Super coachable. So he makes the he does make the correction on every fight. And this has been going on for a while and he'll keep getting better and better. Uh and I think he even called out uh who's the kid he called out? Uh Sean O'Malley. Yes. Have you heard sure. I don't know if you heard the interview. He goes, You keep smoking and I'll keep training. But yeah. let's fight. Yeah, and that's his mentality. You wanna go smoke weed, do what you want, act, you know. I like first off I personally like Sean O'Malley because yeah. I've met him. He's a he's, he's a, a nice, nice kid. kid. So I didn't even know what he was going to do with this. But that was his point was, 
do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to be training every day. And he's, and he's going to be training. And he's got every the day. gas tank to push a pace that's crazy. He did look like he was he was incredibly dominating. He he took it to the ground a lot, and he looked like he could have done that for five more rounds. No, he would have kept going. Terry Ware has really good hands. If you watch any of his fights, he can box, man. Uh, I think you know Marab did stand up with him a little bit, but. You know, he fought to his strengths was that he could, like you said, he could just keep taking them down. just keep doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I tell you, again, Terry Whale, it's another nice guy. He put out a very nice tweet. I'll reply to it, but what a sportsman he was. And to come all the way to Russia and do what he did is not easy either. So uh, it seems like he's got some nice people around him. He seemed like a really nice kid. But, uh, you know, he's he had a couple of losses against some good guys. I think the tricky part is Marab, even though he was 0-2, we know he was 2-0. So on paper, it looks like right. you're fighting the guy 0-2, and then this guy gets in the ring. That's tricky, you know what I mean, because he's not 0-2. Two and, of the most controversial recent fights yeah. uh, in the UFC are both Marab yeah, so because of that, man, of I was like... I wasn't happy until I saw him get his hand raised. I got. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. I, you know, Matt was like, "I think you're crazy." Like I said, if, I don't, I don't trust think anything. He lost a second. No, no, that not fight. that. Right, not right. even like that. But it but was just would be, something. Right. Like it was whatever. <laughs> we got. I, I don't know. I just hold on. Nothing was ready. We got to start over. <laughs> listen, what happened to this guy in the past? I, I think I got every reason to be a little wacky. But uh, man, was he happy? And he's on the board and. It was, you know, between Aljo winning and him. And I think Aljo put up a tweet like, you know what I do for cardio? And he put a picture of Marab, like, attacking him. And he's right, man. That kid, I you think he was the perfect guy for Cody Stamen. And then uh, I think for this guy, you know, he had a little spawn with Bazooka, who Bazooka's got great hands. And, uh, you know, Aljo's just tricky. So for awareness, you're not going to beat that. Um uh, so it was good. Yeah, everybody got good what, working. What a good group of guys. A lot of momentum. Yeah, a lot of momentum. Good group of guys. And, they, and they're pulling for each other. I'm really liking where we're at now with everything. They're pulling know? for each other, and they grind, man. They all... Yeah, they, when they, they're in sync, they're grinding, they, without a doubt. They push and, each other. And I think Marab's... The guy had a flawless performance, really. You know, flawless performance. I think he did what he wanted to do, and... He's uh, he's really getting smarter as the fights go on, which is what I, I really, really love. But uh, besides that, just as a human being, he's just a, a fucking cool dude, man. He's yeah. really like, again, I don't care what the topic is. He will break it down very simple for you. I think he's very appreciative for what he has because, you know, he comes from probably humble background and, you know, an upbringing that, you know, was, was probably simple, you know, and he's just... just He's grateful for the right things. Yeah, I think he has everything in perspective. He does, and you see him in his. No matter what, at what point he has in his training at the gym, he's smiling. He's yeah, laughing. you're not getting he's, him down. No, no, he understands that he there's greater injury, things. Not, he understands there. that there's bigger things than what's going on. He's not gonna, he's not gonna mistake that, and you know, just fighting, fighting, fighting. He he, like again, for a young guy, he has a really good grip on everything. Is just I love talking to him. It's just you know I said it before and after the Ricky Simon fight, but he does make you a better person. This guy because sometimes you get carried away and you know everybody you know over here is just go 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 go. You got to work work work. And you know we were sitting in uh, 
Gorky Park, just chilling out. And he's like, you know, just do we get a chance to do this in New York? I said, I personally don't. And this feels good. Just sitting by the water, just with a, you know, just in a really relaxed environment. And like, I think, you know, like New York or, you know, the U.S., well, maybe not, I'm just keeping to New York is the only place where, you know, it's go, 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 it's go, go, go. I remember go. Anthony Bourdain doing something in Italy and, you know, they were just, you know, eating some, you know, uh, cheese, you know, <laughs> right. having a glass of right. wine and, you know, the guy he was with, they're just chilling, man. It's two in the afternoon. They pan over to the tourist who's running. We got to go, go. We got to go over here. What are you doing? Just sit down and relax, man. Take everything in, you know, and that's what we got to do over there. And he was like, you know, it just was uh, was a real good time, man. It was a great experience. Was and it relaxing with Matt the Terror, Sarah? I tell you, he was, Matt was, you know, traveling with him was different, but, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> but while he was there, no, he was good, you know, and I tell you, for, listen. He put up Matt, some good videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for, like, he has a very strong social media game. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm incredibly yeah. impressed. That's funny, but he, he, listen, to get noticed in Gorky Park and in Red Square, I mean, that's pretty cool, he, man. He, listen, he's, And people don't even know how to approach him. They don't even speak the language. They're kind of making gestures, you know, picture, you know, like with their hands. And... He's a UFC Hall of Famer. Like yeah. that you're, you're amongst the elite. You're an elite amongst the elite. That's incredible. I mean, the, the level of success that that is, it's easy to, yeah, well, because it's Matt, you see him all the time, but he's an elite amongst the elite. So, yeah, I would think that he would be recognized around the world. Plus, as you were saying, his show with Dana White, millions of people. Yeah, and if, I mean, and if he you kept, know UFC, you know Matt Zara. Yeah, I mean, I think he had a great conversation with Dan Hardy, and they were saying, like, you know, like, look how good Dan Hardy's doing after his career. He's a great analyst. He does a great job on the mic, and not a lot of guys continue after their careers to, Especially you know, his style of fighting. Without a doubt, right. you know, but Matt really found a nice niche. He's doing great, and again, you know, besides knocking out GSP, like again, like between him and Weidman with GSP and Anderson Silva, why it can never be, or it would be really hard to duplicate, is because you're going to need two more guys that are the greatest fighter ever, which that's right. not easy to do. Forget about beating them. Right. Just to get two dominant guys like that. So good luck trying to, you know, pull that off, but... uh I don't know. You know, not only was it the first fight in Russia, but, you know, Matt, when I was talking to Matt, he said, you know, we were also part of the first fight ev first fight ever in Canada was him against GSP, too. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah, so between that and Russia, that's a pretty two, that's pretty big. I didn't even realize that myself. I said, where, are you sure? Where, where's Ray Longo in this whole I mean, thing? I don't know. I'm right we, there we somewhere. Have, I don't we know. have a common denominator here. Yeah, but isn't, of, that, but isn't that cool? It is incredible. First I'm not fight even ever kidding. In, That's yeah, a common UFC, denominator. Yeah, good stuff. What? Man. Yeah, he told me that we were sitting down eating. I'm like, are you sure? He goes, of course I'm sure of it. Because it, it was the first UFC ever in Canada. This is the first UFC ever in uh, Russia. So on that night, I'd have to see what the rest of the card is. But on that night, so then does Matt Sarah be become the first UFC fighter ever crowned as a champion in Canada? Well, no, no, that was where he lost, though. So we don't oh, like to, we don't like lost. to bring that fight Wait, up. Where... You know, he won in Houston. Oh, he won in Houston. Houston. All right, let's yeah, not bring that one up. Was, then. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I make GSP. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the first fire ground in Canada. So that would be GSP. <laughs> that yeah. would be GSP. And that was a hostile crowd. I could night. only imagine. Oh, those guys. That was in the Bell Center, man. They were. Man, How big's the Bell Center? Like Madison Square Garden? I'm going to say. Something like that? Big. I'm going to say. I want to say 23,000. Okay. The garden's probably 19. Yeah. They're all the same area. I think they had how many did uh, I saw on the paper? How many people did this have? And they had half of this. This one sort of... had 21,258 with a gate of $1.83 million. According to UFC, it's the fifth highest attendance in company history. And they had half of that kind of blocked off. So it was like a 40,000 seat arena, oh, I wow. think. 35,000, yeah. Huge. And I tried to get that on the video because when I went in, I go, West Place is huge. And then. They had a wall they took out, yeah, you know, at least five or ten thousand seats. When you were recording, they tackled you and they said, I must nah, break nah, yeah. you. Nah, nah, nah. Nothing God. like that? Thank God. Any feelings like that? Re chasing you while you're running through the snow like Rocky Balboa? No. Nothing, no, like, nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. Again, I, mean, I, was, I was an altar boy <laughs> while I was there. I'm sure you got to be. I wasn't taking you, no chances. You, uh, you don't, don't want to even... I don't think the, the sense you of you... You don't want to drink this wrong soda. You I, don't want to yeah, do anything I like didn't, that. I didn't, wasn't feeling a good sense of humor over <laughs> there. <laughs> liking it? Yeah, you know, going through customs when the guy just looks at you and just starts laughing hysterical. It's like, wow, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> I don't know what the hell... Is my tie on crooked? Oh, no, I don't have a tie. Uh, oh no! Nah, yeah, that's uh, the airport was crazy, man. Well, you you start to see the differences in countries' priorities. Oh, and and where they put where they put their resources, you start seeing that in different airports around the world. Yeah, it's not uh not what I was used to. It's not the here. same as JFK. No, not the it's same. Not like the shopping mall that's in JFK. No, not like the shopping mall in JFK. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, the problem is really like there was just no signs in English, and that Russian, you know, the language looks intimidating too. Sure. It's just a bunch of hieroglyphics. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is, but uh, you, I mean, I. I it says you either. This say to the taxi, but or again, you but get again, shot. look. So Marab had some friends there that would just their hospitality was second to none. They did. I mean, we, it was a really a great time. We got to see a lot of great places. He got to be the first fight. He got great a dominant pictures, win. Great videos. Yeah, and uh, you know, even like sitting in the lobby, and then uh, that kid. Uh, I put a picture on Instagram. One of the kid Mark Henry trains Tamor. You know, he moved back, he got married in Dagestan, but he comes floating through that door, Ray, you know. And when you're abroad like that, to see somebody that you know, it, 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 this is the beauty of the fighting for me, just having friends all over the world at this point. Yeah, Which is, sounds like maybe it's trivial, but to me, man, I think it's a cool thing, man. Well, and that guy tremendous. was such a, he's such a nice kid. He's like Mark's version of Marab. That's why I made them take a picture together because I go, these are the two nicest guys you will ever meet, hands down. I mean, there's a lot of nice guys, but these two guys, they have that, that personality that's just contagious and uh, the, you feel a warmth from yeah. them. You know what I mean? And, Sincerity. Uh, Tamor's a, just a great kid too. It was just happy seeing I was just good to see him. And I don't really like know him that well, but when you're like in Russia in right. a new place... <laughs> Yeah, it was good. So eh, it's just, you know, a lot of comments on Facebook, people I haven't heard from in a while. And it was a great, great trip, man, really great trip. And just like that, you, you head over, you swing back. I say, hey. Well, we didn't swing back just like that. I'll tell you. Oh, I want to hear. I, I send Ray a text. Now, Chris, the producer, this is going to get ugly. 
right. sent Ray a text saying, hey, you know, we, we said we're going to do a show Sunday night, but I'm just realizing I'm watching you guys fighting. You, your plane's got to be at some point in order for you to get here. You can't be leaving too far after the fight. Well, you were funny because when you texted, I was sitting on the plane. I go, no, I think I'll be good. You know, I'll be bad. I don't know. I mean, I'm delirious right now. I don't know how this is coming out, but well, listen, uh, I don't think I've slept fine. in about 20 hours. If but... you fall over, I'll just yeah. do the Herb Dean and keep talking. Oh, man. Poor Herb. Listen, Herb might have been doing that for his life. Um... But uh, so listen, so we're, here, here's where it gets ugly. So we're coming back. We meet 1030 in the lobby. And I said, man, let's just get there early. Let's just get back. Let's, let's get. Let's, we, we did what we had to do. Let's, let's say, I don't care. Let's yeah. get. I don't That's want no move. trouble. That's my move. Sit so at the like, airport. For the keeps three me or four trouble. days, whatever. He's like, you know, and tell him, and I'm saying, well, we're getting home at like 520. But on the tickets, they have military hours. You know, you're mm. leaving at 1725. Right. You're coming home at 1425. Sure. So I got maybe she's. I think, she's, you know, I look at my ticket, like, I go, no, Matt, it's 520. It's like, I think it was 1425 or whatever. And he's like, yeah, all right. Then the day goes by. She keeps telling me I'm coming home at midnight. And I'm like, I'll send you the ticket. I send them my ticket. And I guess maybe, I'm thinking with the military time, it could be confusing maybe. And sure. Something like that. So I send them my ticket. And then, uh, you know, next day we leave. And as we're sitting there, there was a girl. I want to give a shout out to Natalia because this girl, it was like an angel dropped out of the sky. Natalia the angel. Natalia the angel from Estonia, but speaks Russian. I think born in Russia, though, but new with the UFC. So I just started talking to her. She says she speaks Russian. I said, listen, <laughs> you're going to have two infants with you. Trust me. She's laughing. She, I go, this is, it's not a joke. I'm telling you right now. We're not letting you go. I mean, <laughs> and I'm going to say right now, if it's not for this kid and she's a, a sweetheart, me and Matt are still in Russia, I believe. <laughs> I really believe we don't can't navigate through the airport without her. So we get there early, thank God, and we go up, me and Natalia check in, Matt's there, he goes, there. they're looking, they can't find anything. He's like, no, oh, no, I'll show you my, you know, hands of the confirmation. <laughs> I, 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 Steve, I, my my heart started beating, like, uh, Mr. Sarah, we got bad news. You missed your flight. I'm like, you what do you mean? He, so all this time, his wife is telling him the right thing. So here's where the confusion oh. is. So now he misses his flight. My brain is in code red. If we don't have Natalia with us speaking Russian, I don't even know where we're going to get the ticket. Like she goes, you got to go get you know speaking That's in Russian. You got to get a ticket. You got to get a ticket. Yeah, there is no signs one. for nothing. You know what I mean? So in my head, I'm like, well, listen, Marab and Zuka are still there. They're in an Airbnb. They got friends there. I mean, it's not the end of the world because they could come right. back and then, you know, those guys will do the right thing. So, you know, we have a look. There were seats left on the flight. So I said, Matt, I don't care. You know, I'll give you the money. Just do it. So, but here's the confusing part. So let me just backtrack. So my buddy books the tickets. And I, he would have told me if he separated us, no, on the way back. Right. I mean, the whole point of booking the tickets was I didn't want to travel yeah. alone. Right. So Matt's like, even though he was asking me, I go, did you ever check your goddamn tickets? He's like, I stop. That's bullshit, man. I, I thought I was coming back with you. And I go, well, I think you're right. That's pretty logical. Because I was, Absolutely logical. I mean, it is logical. Yeah. So I got to get to the bottom of that, which was, 
that was ugly at the airport, you know, and the guy's, his head, he was sweating, he's patting his head down. But anyway, Natalia takes us, so we find a ticket agent. While we're over there, some Russian lady is just bawling her eyes out. She must have fallen asleep. I don't know what she was begging. I don't know what it was, but, you know, now we're in the midst of just hearing this howling cry from like a 60-year-old lady. It was just awful, and... We just want to get on the, right. on the plane and get it right. taken. I'm, and I'm not even, I'm not breathing until she says, oh, here's You're your seat on, number, right. you know. And then luckily we get on, we had enough time, and we make the airplane. But that was, that was not going Natalia. good. So everything was good. Natalia, listen, Natalia, if you're listening, I, you, I'm indebted to you for the rest of my life. Without her, I'm telling you. We might have made it, but it would have been one of those running, and uh, you're not. Even, I, we don't even know where we'd a run nightmare. into. Because right. at one point when we were going to the gate, Natalia goes, "Why are we following him?" Meaning me, <laughs> like, and I, I well, it says one to fifty-two. We're at gate twenty-two, a totally opposite direction. <laughs> that was for domestic flights. We had to go the other way. So, and I, and this airport is huge, so that's like a half-mile hike. I mean, so, oh. I don't know. It was so much easier with her speaking to everybody. I can't. I just, I'm saying, I'm using the word angel. Angel. Natalia the angel. Natalia the angel because, and she really didn't understand the magnitude of what an impact she had. I think she viewed us as, you know, like adults. That was her first mistake. Like <laughs> right. She actually gave us credit for right. being like adults, but with a thought process that could, you know, get through the uh, terminal, not happening. <laughs> not happen. Imagine that. You missed your flight. My heart dropped out of my chest. I'm like, oh, man, I just want to go home. <laughs> That's it. We came early. I got to make a decision. Do I stay with him, leave him? I'm probably going to leave him. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. He's sweating. Oh, no, that was, uh... <laughs> you know... <laughs> I can't. Uh, but it worked out. It worked out. That's all that matter. It worked out. What percentage of the airplane ride back was discussing this? No, no, no. No, we didn't. Uh, no, no, I'm telling you, we were really happy to get that thing over with. You know what I mean? I'm going to say 1%. Okay. Not more than 1%. He must have been really happy. Big jujitsu, big jujitsu show from Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ground game, ground and pay. Yeah, he was. Uh, he would he, look. He's happy. Just Marab brings out a different, you know, emotion mm. in you because you you're pulling for this guy. I mean, he just does the right thing with everything. So it was uh, it was great. You know, it was just a great, great, great time. Great experience. And uh, your first time in Russia, eager to go back. Uh, there was some look. Big we one. got it seems like that's a place they might do a big card, especially looking at these numbers. Yeah, it's I like mean, a place that might do We got card. treated really well with Marab's friends. I, I'm not going back without him, I don't think. With him, I'll go back because he had a lot of connections there and people. And again, uh, I can't think of everybody's name Saeed, uh, Geeka, I, I, Ilka, Ika. Yeah, they all treat you like they've known they you. They were their unbelievable. Whole lives. Really, shout out to those guys. And uh, yeah, we went to some really nice restaurants. And again, you sent me a picture of that pizza. Yeah, well, that the pizza with the egg on it. Yeah, pizza yeah, with the egg cool. on. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was interesting. They, it's. It, I think the food is very simple. Uh, it was you know way too carby for me. I haven't had a carb in a long time like that. So, 
I gotta hit the. I gotta get a good night's sleep and hit the ground running that's, tomorrow, man. Cause that was on. I was bad. That was for eating. Cause it was so messed up. You don't know if you're sleeping, you're eating. You know, I don't know. Got fight week. You know, Matt got week. meatballs and they had peas in them. He threw them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's so particular with his food. Well, who puts peas in meatballs? Uh, the Russians. I think my mother-in-law. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think I've been into a meatball once with my wife, and there was an olive in there. And I'm like, what? what? And it was a it was a Spanish olive. It wasn't even... Uh, it didn't have the decency to be an Italian yeah, one? No, definitely not. <laughs> well, congrats again to Marab. Marab, we're all so proud of you, man. Great job. We had some other fighters doing some stuff before we continue on with the UFC results. Some local fighters for us at Law MMA, Sarah Longo team, Dylan Montello, of course. Big win. Way to go, Dylan. You put a lot of work in. Dave Patton, man. Dave Patton, one of the uh, leadership in, the, in in our jiu-jitsu over there at Law MMA. He put so much work into this. He really did. <laughs> he really did, man. He Update got... me. I don't know what happened. So Dave Patton, I, I was talking to him. He he does a lot of of, of jiu-jitsu at, at, the, at your, your gym. And... Uh, at Drago's birthday party, he says, "Listen, no, I'm I'm entering. I'm going into the pan at the IBJJF pan, like in New York, and I'm going to compete." And he did this whole series where he got really ready, trained, rolled. I I forgot how many times he he was gonna roll, but he rolled all those times and 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 got a bunch, and he he picked up double gold. Man. Oh man, double nice. gold! They see, Patton. hard work pays And all. I want to say he's a decade older than I am. I want to say he's he's a decade his, older than you and a decade 50s. younger than me. <laughs> he's in which his is 50s. horrible. He's in his fifties, and and uh, and so that's that's tremendous. And of course, from Team Henzo Gracie, King Gordon Ryan picks up double gold. They showed some videos. Uh, Flow Grappling had some videos of uh, some of his matches. It's the level that this guy's at is ridiculous. That's awesome. He's, and I saw he, while I was gone, I saw he was at the gym with Weidman, which is a great thing to have, wow. too, which is awesome. All of those guys don't, there. And don't forget, because I also heard Kelvin won, Aljo's brother. He won. He did win. Yeah, he did oh, win. Oh, great. So, Fantastic. Yeah. So a lot of people putting in good work. Congratulations, Kelvin. Yeah, Chris had Chris is 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 in it, man. Chris had uh, John Danaher there, had Gordon Ryan there. He had some great wrestlers there. He's in it. He's serious. Love where his head's at. Loves Perfect. the dedication. I think that that's that's exactly I what's going to be needed for I this mean, big we got, win. We got Bazooka next, and then him next UFC fight. The Weidman. That's going to be a huge fight. Tremendous. We huge. have Bazooka on the thirteenth. There's Gordon Ryan, uh, uh, where he's winning his. Uh, I think that's in the absolute. He's win winning uh, the absolute gold there. And so yeah, he um, Chris looks great. Looks like he's he, he's on target. But first, Bazooka, Bazooka on the. Bellator card on the 13th on the Chael Sonnen. And also um, Gonzalez. It's hard to remember everybody, but I... Oh, I, James is on yeah, that card? James is on that card. Oh, too, man, so. I'm happy for him. Yeah, so it's, it's a big Great thing things. for those kids. Yeah, it really is. And what, what momentum the team has, huh? I mean, they listen, man, they should. You all know, these guys, should. you mentioned Gonzalez. You're yeah. talking about Bazooka, Marab, Aljo, all these guys. Uh, on any particular evening, you go in there and they're all in the cage just grueling with each other and, and Pumi and all these and Steve Lee all these guys yeah, in there I mean, everybody's at every level it, putting it in there so way to go guys we'll go back to UFC 
Fight night results. Uh, Olenek defeats Mark Hunt via submission. Man, I, I picked Hunt in that too, and I look like well, he was I think on a lot his of way. I think thought... he was on his way to an easy victory. Yeah, though. it looked like he had that guy banged up real early, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I mentioned the Herb Dean thing. Did, were you able to watch? Were you were you able to watch the the uh, CB I, Dalloway fight? You know, I did leave, but I had obviously it was on Fight Pass, so I did see. Yeah, it looked like he. Uh, Cody, uh, Dalloway caught about twelve shots. Yeah, he didn't need to catch. No, no one's heard anything from Herb Dean. Not, not his usual. Not that's his why, usual. That's why I feel like uh, they could, could have been somebody in joke the audience. About it a little bit. <laughs> I don't even know if I want. Not his usual. Not you know, his it's, usual. It's but so they, out of character for him. But there were a couple of high-ranking uh, Russian guys there. He might have. He might have <laughs> did the right thing to save his life. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even criticizing this at all. I I think this was a crazy environment and. Somebody might have just been looking at him. I say I'm I'm almost gonna say Herb did the right thing at this point. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying Herb might have did the right thing for the benefit of everybody. Uh, so still still no no main event for UFC two thirty. Still you, none. Oh, uh, you were just there. I was hoping maybe you caught some sort of inside scoop. Nah, they because they had the all of the crew was basically from uh, England that was running this show. But so. that same time yesterday, John Jones and his manager uh, on Instagram they, they were at UFC headquarters to talk business yesterday. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's what they're gonna try to do for two thirty. Where are we in? So we're in September now, uh, October. I mean, it's coming up, man. It's coming up. It's I mean, coming up. Somebody's got to be training already. Because that's that's the issue, man. You wait another you couple of weeks, training. you have no camp. They're only going to get a month training. And so whoever knows they're fighting, they have to be training already. Would what, what a, what a fight between, like, John Jones and Stipe, would that be? That's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's if I was the UFC, that's what I'd be looking I at. I think that makes more sense. I would, because then you would, you would satisfy Stipe. But that means Stipe, John Jones will but, go up to... Well, you oh. get John Jones in there, and that's probably where he is anyway, as far as weight right. goes. And you satisfy Stipe, who wants and deserves yeah, a high-profile fight. That would be cool. I could, that's a, we haven't mentioned that before. I like that. Well, we got Ray Longo's thumbs up on that. I think I feel, that's great. And I, I, I think Stipe would be really happy. And like again, I think he deserves it. Cause. What a great, Who wouldn't watch that fight? I would love that fight. Instant main event for sure. Hey, folks, speaking of main events... Don't forget to check out On It. On It is our health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. You could check, get a big discount at On It if you use our promo code MMA Beyond. Also, you could check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. I started using a couple things. Feel great. Fell off the wagon a little bit while I was in Tampa. Really tough. I got to figure out traveling with that stuff. I forgot all about Tampa. How'd that go? It went great. I, I, um, I sold out a university. Wow! I couldn't what I'm believe talking it. About. See, it's just I big for everything. Sold this good, out a university. Don't you feel the energy it's, that's going on? Orchestra room. It was tremendous. Oh wow! Beautiful. And uh, sold that out. You know, talking about addiction recovery and the mechanism of behavior. Like it's something I never thought would would sell out, but. It absolutely sold out so much so that that they're doing another in November because of the 
amount of people who wanted to buy tickets after it sold out. And this wow. this fit 475 people. It wasn't wow. it wasn't a few people. So it was uh it was it was fantastic. This organization that that took me on as their chief behaviorist uh, earlier in the year, we've reached exponentially more people. Uh, I updated the programs, uh, took took the programs that they had that were working fantastic, added some new behavioral methods to it, um, updated them a little bit, and just, just keeps going. I got to tell you, that's huge, man. And we do have obviously we have a pretty huge. big problem in this country. It's kind of say you know it's it's funny because you know it's a double-edged sword i've obviously i'm not a behavioral scientist i'm not a doctor but you know the oxycontin thing is just bizarre now everybody's cutting back but i look it's a great medicine i do believe you know if you got pain it's a great medicine but i tell you if you got pain and you happen to be an addict and you don't know it but whatever's hardwired in your body you're fucking screwed. If you have the predisposition. Yeah, if you have the predisposition, you're screwed. You're in if trouble. you don't have the predisposition, I'm saying that's a great drug. Like anything know? else. Like anything else. Yeah. But a lot of people don't even know it from what I'm looking at. when I, Because I see people that, you know, they get addicted to that bad. Right, you don't realize and it until you're too deep. They weren't drug addicts. They weren't, you know, but I think you either have an addictive personality or you don't. It's like, and again, I'm... No, I mean, you're you're not. Yeah, that's yeah, not, exactly you know, like, it. Again, I'm saying from the layman's l- you're, looking at it, you're, I'm not, you're not far off. If you, you know especially I mean? if you excel, if you're passionate about yeah, stuff, yeah. The the you know I've you've heard me say it to you before. The brighter the light, the darker the shadow. Right. So you see people who are passionate about things, who are at top level in their things. That means you're going to apply that mechanism to anything you're passionate about, and that is a yeah, predisposition. Yeah, because look, I see guy, I see people addiction. that you know even come out of the, the AA program and some of that stuff, which is a great program, but they're just swamping addictions, man. Yeah, absolutely. And it could be addicted to social media. It could be whatever it is, but it's always overdone. You know always. what I mean? So, but still, being addicted to social media is beats. You know doing 15 eight balls in an hour you know 100%. what i mean so and beats being able to 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 not function so yeah what i exactly. liked about this this past event was uh having some higher ups from the uh, va there the veterans Administration oh beautiful there. Yeah, yeah, nice. so i can uh, i can get my my nerd paws into the nice. va and help some of our brothers and sisters who beautiful who, who right now the, the programs they have are great and the doctors they have are fantastic but it's a lot of it's just outdated mechanisms that that keep the cycle going. So instead right. to be able to to get to get some of my stuff in there awesome. and actually Great. get some of our brothers back employed, feeling good, feeling worthy, man, you Great know, course. that's the good stuff. Literally good stuff, man. But folks, make sure you check out I'll worry about getting my Onnit products through the airport. You guys make sure you check out onnit.com slash MMA Beyond or use promo code MMA beyond let's go to some of the feedback one of the things i liked you talk you talking about you and uh and matt over in russia someone just wrote it wasn't it wasn't so much a question as as it was feedback Lindsay phillips she writes it takes true dedication to fly halfway around the world to corner an unranked fighter in a second ufc fight matt sir and ray longo really love their fighters i think it was his third ufc fight but still the point is there and uh, and that I, that really is. I think that's pretty accurate. That, that's I'm going to really say that huge. Maybe a somebody, testament to yeah, the family dynamic. Exactly. That is. I, I'm going to say that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, kudos to you guys for that. It doesn't go unnoticed. Um, 
Roberto, he writes about being emotionally fit. He says, how important is the balance between looking after their emotional fitness and physical fitness? Do you have sit-down sessions? What's going on in your life right now? Are you okay? Anything you need to talk about? Thanks from a sports psychology student. Wow, beautiful. Great question, Roberto. And uh, no sit-down sessions, but uh, man, does that balance have to be in balance between your emotional fitness and your physical fitness. And, uh, you know, there's been a couple of times uh, for big fights, people have come in, who, who's fighting with their girlfriend, who's fighting with their wife, that I've just sent them home. Like the training is, we're not just going to check off a box, like go home, square your shit away, and come back tomorrow and get a good day training. And, and when that happens, they, you know, they do do it. You have to be emotionally squared away. I think that emotional drain, Steve, huge. is is uh, is huge. If you got a problem, if you got a court case, if you're arguing with your wife, if you think you're going in there and spar, you may be. I, I I know I'm not that guy. Right. I go. I mean, I'll be thinking about it. So those problems like that, when it comes fight time, have to be addressed one way or the other. You have to address them it and can't move be lingering. on. They can't be lingering. Because it they takes cannot focus be, off no, of the why. They cannot be lingering. And again, this isn't coming from, you know, any scientific evidence. This is my observation, but cannot be lingering. You have to at least come up with a solution and move forward towards it so you can get back to training. And that has to be done as quick as possible. Or the training, for the most part, is worthless for me, what I've seen. And again, that's that's tremendous. And and like like you would focus that in any in any direction, Roberto. I mean, that's uh, that's exactly right. So having that that set up, even even at at the gym, we have people at the gym who are available to talk to you should you need to speak with someone. And also, fighters tend to have a good close knit system, especially at that level. They've been fighting at that level for a little while, so they know where to get it out how to get it out, and if they don't, I'm sure hitting Mitch with Ray for three minutes, he'll be able to spot it. Yeah, no, I mean, you see some guys walk in, they get the weight of the world on yeah. their shoulders. Not good. Not good, man, at all. Love it. Great question, Roberto, and thanks yeah, for was really writing good. in. Um, uh, Jendrick Kowalski, she writes, Ray, what's the biggest red flag you've seen from a fighter where you said, oh, hell no, I won't train you? That's another great question. Uh, uh, I'm going to say with that, the biggest red flag, what I don't like, you know, what bothers me in a, a little bit is like if you're an amateur, you got one fight, and you already have an after-fight party set up for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's always a riff. Like, like what is this guy going to be What's like? What's he going to be like when, right. it, when he makes it? I, honestly, a guy like that I really don't want to be around. So that... That red flag where you... You have an entourage before yeah, you've been exactly. on TV. Before you even have one fight and like... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly. Yeah. But well, you could tell like, like that. It, yeah, and you could see like it's... And you hadn't seen it before. Like, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> when that the first... Any sign of like uh, attention or fame when a guy starts going off the rails, I think is the worst possible thing that... You know, for me, and again, other people might not even matter to at all, but we have like a really close-knit thing down there. Everybody's like, you know, water seeks its own level. So everybody's kind of right, in tune yeah. with each other. And when you get that... That one. You know, that one dog you got to bring over to Caesar's dog <laughs> pound and just throw him in there and let the other dogs level him right. out. 
uh, yeah, that that that's a red flag for me when you start. You're not really concentrating at the task at hand, which is just winning fights and training, and you're worried about you know marketing some bullshit thing you got going on. Not good, you know. You didn't even fight yet, and you know you got an appointment to do ten podcasts. That's not a. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I get it. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. Uh, yeah. That guy. We could keep going right. on and on, but uh You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you don't be that you guy. also don't want to be Fabricio Verdum right now, suspended two years by USADA for failing out of competition drug test. He failed with a uh non specified substance in the class of anabolic agents prohibited at all times by UFC anti doping policy. So Verdum done for two years. Wow, that's that's an expensive two years for that, that guy. That is really awful, and he didn't even get the benefits of a good-looking body from it. That's no. really sucky, man. Yeah, that that's, that really. I mean, at least your physique, right. Krista Producer. At, at least Vitor Belfort looked I mean, like yeah, a action At least figure. that guy, you know, he could walk around at the beach. <laughs> wow. And definitely, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's going to be able to say what Canelo said, which was, you know, it was the Mexican meat. Canelo picked up another win from Triple G last night. I'm defeated. having a loop on that. Yeah, also. He, he defeated Triple did he, G. Did he, do you think he won? Because yeah. like there was some controversy. Yeah, I think he won. I think that he 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 out Triple G. Triple G put he put pressure on him. Uh, he took the fight to him as opposed to just being a counterfighter. I think that their team analyzed and saw that Triple G wasn't as confident and didn't fight as well going backwards. Beautiful. So they put the pressure on it. him and switched it up. And I think it surprised them and. And uh, I, I think that that was uh, a fight well wow. won. Awesome. Amanda Nunes expects greatest of all time status with her win over Chris Cyborg. Can't argue that. You beat Chris Cyborg. Yeah. Yeah, we're all set. You go up a weight class to beat Chris Cyborg, you can, yeah. you can have That's the, the GOAT status. That's the scary part, going up a weight class. You, you, you can have the GOAT status. I could status. see if Cyborg was coming down, where she might be a little weak, but... Uh... But that's still a fight everybody wants to see. I think it's a great I fight. I want to see. I think it's great. And I think if she wins, yeah, sure. You could be the greatest yeah, of all time. Let's do it. Speaking of greatest of all time, people who, who leave their mark on MMA and jiu-jitsu, the great master Henzo Gracie says he'll return to one championship March 31st. Uh, he has. He, he, it's either against uh, Alid Ismail or Sakuraba as his opponents. He's. I know he wants it to be... Uh, Which guy? Walid. Yeah, he does want it. Yeah. yeah. No, he wants it to be that. I know they have some heat. So interesting to see that. But again, Hansel Gracie going back at it. He is, he is I fighting. Mean, that, that, that Ishmael feud will be, that, that's like a, that's like almost like the Hatfields and the McCoys <laughs> right, at this that's, point. That's crazy. <laughs> that would be a fight. I tell you, I'd, I'd want to see that. Yeah, of course. Because there's really history there. All right, we got we got two. We'll go with uh, one one simple one before we go to actually. Well, I'll save that one for last. Jenna says beyond. She says, "Hey guys, this can be MMA related." Ray, you know that five hour energy commercial with the percentage of their energy levels. If you could see one measurement or statistic over a fighter's head, your fighter or their opponent, what would you want it to indicate? Energy, fear, doubt, confidence. Also, people in general, not a fighter. So, Steve, what's your opinion? So, you're saying like that they have like those <laughs> gauges up there, what you'd want to see? Well, I mean, if I'm fighting, I like to see doubt over the guy's head. <laughs> that, would, that would be really good. You know, if they had a category scared shitless, yeah, right. that would be another good one to see. <laughs> right. See if that's, yeah. that's going up and down like yeah. that. 
you know, because I can imagine that you put that on my Robin, it's got uh, energy for months. Right, it just you know? keeps it just going keeps to going. be continued. Yeah, that would, that would, that would a not full be bar good. says times 10, yeah. and then you just watch that person like a slide rule. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I like to like look down. across and see above the guy's head, what, what am I doing in here? Right. That would make me feel better. All I wanted was an entourage. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. And Jenna, yeah. as for me, this is what I see always. So I don't need, I, I, want, I want you to be afraid, Jenna, should I ever meet you. Uh, it, it's actually, I've been doing this behaviorism so long that for me, people do walk around with that. Actually, within the first few sentences they speak, I already know what type of thinker they are, how they learn, what words they use to learn, how they see themselves, and how they see the world around them. So I see these gauges all the time when people speak to me. You'd be surprised to know that there's, for the 8 billion people on Earth, there's only three types of learners. There's only three ways that people learn. They're visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. So once you know that by a person, and the way you know that is the words they use when they speak. Once you know that, you can actually know so much about them as far as influence, as far as their perspective, uh, and, and as far as what their agreement with reality is. And once you know that, Jenna, I know more about you than you think. So I already see these, these gauges, a bunch of them, every time someone speaks. So yes. I would also like to see the ones on on the fighters. I think that that would be that would be cool if they had some sort of monitor on them on TV and you can watch the one fighter think oh shit or or have other ones who are attuned. There are some fighters I find it fascinating where some fighters say I hear my coaches and I can see people in the crowd and I'm a hundred percent. I got to tell you, Steve, this really is a crazy, crazy business. Prize fighting is. I mean. These guys, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I appreciate it more now than I ever did, but these guys are tough. And again, to fly to Russia to fight, I think that that's, uh, to me, that's like, it's, it's different than fighting in, you know, when you're in, in uh, Long Island, you know what sure. I mean? Like, that's a, that's a commitment, man. That's yeah. that you're, you're not fucking around when you do no. that. You know what I mean? No. And, you don't know what the weight cut's going to be like. It is a lot of variables, but you that, don't know what's happening. You know, you know, you're a fighter when you travel around the world and you get in there and fight. I think that's different than even fighting locally, where you got all your fans and family and support system. When you're out there and you got you're by yourself, I don't know. No, these guys are tough, man. They de- they really deserve a lot of credit and getting paid the right way. Really, it's it's. That's pretty. That's big, man. It, it's it's that's tremendous, big. and 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 getting uh, being able to progress in that system. So again, you go back to you're you're amongst the elite who have dedicated themselves this this far. There is no question and, about. It. I'm watching people. People are nervous, man. Of course. Yeah, I mean, it's just human nature. But it's your 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 primates. Yeah. Locking yourself into fight or flight. Oh, yeah. Hoping that your training will create. A reaction that will find you victorious. And then what you said there is very interesting because it really shouldn't be hoping. It should be if you train the right way, it, it's it's taken to out. To subconsciously that. Exactly. kick in. Yeah, I, I, there's look if you like if you didn't train the right way, you know you didn't train the right way, and you hit a little adversity. I'm saying you're you're, you're fucking screwed. You're you're, you're you're what when but coaches when, say they that per, that guy's yeah. trying to find a way out or something exactly. like that. That's exactly. But what's when happened. you know you have the right, you're, you're pushing forward, man. You know, you won't know. Like yeah. I said, even Marab, after one of 
go, Marabi, we're on the hills right now, man. You're crushing it. You're not stopping. How do you feel? You know, I he, I, I think he said in the court, you could keep going. You know what I mean? And that's what you want to hear. You know what I mean? Just don't do He's, nothing crazy. Don't get too right. with him. It's don't get too excited. Right. You know what I mean? I Did just, you have a similar uh, a a similar with an earlier uh, Iaquinta? Was it about was it about keeping him grounded and not too excited? Uh, I feel like I feel like a, a younger he uh, was, Al Iaquinta might have been excitable. Where you'd have to. I'm gonna say not not bad. You're you're kind of right, but not as. Bad as we seen with like like Marab when he was flying over Ricky Simon <laughs> right, like right, ten right. times in a row. Right. And no, Al wasn't doing that. He's definitely more focused. But he was Al in his early days. His ground and pound was wild. He yeah. Was, it was wild. I never yeah. got to see any of it. You know. But you again, you can't get too wild when a guy's got a good guard. I think he did get caught in a couple of submissions early on, but he made the adjustment also. But he was. You're you're, you're right, but not. There's the other guys just off the charts. I'm going to say, but you're probably right, though. Similar. Very similar. Well, yeah, you just. The, I never saw it with the stand up. Al really is. He's really fucking good, man. Like, he's, he's so good. No, he's good, you know. And again, working around injuries, and you don't get to really see, I think, like if he was injury free, what he would have been he's like. He's got to be was, excited watching all his I buddies. I think he. Let me tell you something. Even with Aljo, it. he was like, I'm dying to get back in there. <laughs> I'm just dying. Watching all the guys smash it. He's training with them. Everyone in the room looks up to Al. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was, I'm going to say Mad Hatter, but uh, definitely in the gym, more like what you see out of Marab, for sure. I think he he was more focused, though, early on. But uh, in the gym, man, his, like, again, if you have his ground and pound used to be crazy. Did did you ever have, I don't see it now, but at any point in time, was your gym one of those gyms where it's just, a bunch of gym wars going on in there? A hundred percent. Always was. I think it you know, I tried to cut back a little bit, but for a long time that was that was the way to do it, man. A lot I I Quint has been and that's why I don't even give a shit if he trains for the fight because I <laughs> he's been in a thousand gym wars where people are clapping. It's better than the fight. So Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely uh oh he's been in some great sparring sessions. Great sparring session. So, you need those gym wars, man. They define who you are. What the world know? needs is a Ray Longo book. Yeah, we would talk about dedication. The man gets off the plane from Moscow to come here. We lead by example to, to answer to answer. And I gotta questions. tell you, my are my eyes crossed right now. Am I even looking at you? But, but <laughs> you're you're making talk. sense. I am making you, sense. You that, making that's sense. even scary. You're telling good stories. Uh, Bet you 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 are the common denominator of many UFC firsts and many UFC greats, and and and, and the audience loves it, which is why we get powerful, in depth questions from MMA and Beyond dot com. That's MMA and Beyond dot com. Powerful and in depth, like this one from Nicolas with the accent over the A. How do you I say that stuff? Nicolas. We're gonna go with Nicolas. He writes, subject, best MMA podcast. Thank you. And then, of course, the question, you can only watch one movie for the entire year, <laughs> but you have to watch it every day. What movie do you choose? Love the podcast, guys. Oh, Thank man. you, Nicolas, for for this question. Uh, I would, I got to, well, you can only watch one movie for the entire year, but you have to watch it every day. What movie do you choose? 
Well, I don't know. No. Well, wow, I would never, yeah, I would have never taken that. half empty yeah, or half no. full. Wow, that's I would just have never guessed that. But what if it's a movie I don't like? And so for those of you who didn't hear, Steph chimes in and says, choose a movie you don't like because you don't want to ruin a movie you like by watching it every day. But what if, I would have never thought of that. But what if, because I was going to go straight up something or something I can't ever hate, like Dumb and Dumber, like something I can't ever hate. But But what if you... Pick a movie you don't like, and you only don't like it more and more each of the 365 days. <laughs> yeah. It's a living hell. I, I'm going to go with something silly, um, like Dumb and Dumber. I'd probably do something like that. Cause, because it, it's not the only thing I have to do. Like It could be on in the background like most movies I watch, right? Like I, can't be, I don't have to be staring at it. I can do other things while it's on in the background. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber, because every now and then I can chime in, mock, yeah, ing, yeah. Bird, I'd be doing that. That really is funny. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> Just look at. <laughs> look. <laughs> See, the guy in the center is just perfect in this He's scene. Perfect. You know what's really good about that? Jeff Daniels is a great actor. Even for him to do that movie and to put himself out like that, I think is phenomenal. Did, didn't we have a we had a trivia about that, right? Where he he like barely accepted it. They gave him almost no money. Almost no money, almost no money to oh, do it. Oh wow! Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll do it." And he did almost for almost no money, and it's what he's known yeah, for the most. Some of those people. Do that, man. I watched uh, Jim Carrey's new series on Showtime. Do you remember what it's called? <laughs> Kidding. It was really. It's really funny. Is it good? I'm no, only a couple it. of episodes in. It's really funny. It's it's a twisted kind of Mister Rogers kind of story. Oh. It's not. It's not bad. It's Mister actually... Rogers wasn't twisted enough. No, and no. You have to twist that poor guy some more. I don't even... <laughs> There's what, some whatever Jim Carrey dirt you have there? on him, I don't even want to hear it. Just <laughs> let that one, leave everybody one too alone. Many, one too many trips to Russia. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, like it was. Uh, but he, he, I guarantee. What are you making a remake? Because that's what oh, those guys. Sure. I'm sure, I'm he, sure. he knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, I mean, the normal. Everybody who does, like the first movie, they never make any money. But, but Jim Carrey was a big star, but ordinarily, and then you got to make the sequels where you you kill it, but. Wow, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand for, for Dumb and Dumber. They didn't want him, because, <laughs> and he's actually perfect. No, no, he's for it. good. No, I, I, I think he was great in that. It, you figure by the time taxes are taken out, he got yeah. three dinners for for that. I wonder, I wonder how long it took him for that. I hope not more than a month. And folks, I want you to make sure that you check out MMAandBeyond.com. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. We have so many on there now. I appreciate it. That's how people are are uh, interacting with the show. That's how when I was in Tampa, I had uh, someone take a picture who said to say hi to Ray, who I told was in, uh, was in Moscow. Uh, but that listens to the show, and and that was uh, that was pretty cool to uh, to interact with somebody who knew me from 
an MMA podcast. Isn't that great, man? That for me was and crazy. Who was the guy we signed the shirt for? Who was that guy? And we signed a shirt did for talk, Mario. I sent you the picture. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I that we did. Awesome. I sent yeah. you the picture. So uh, at Henzo's, uh, a uh, a I think he was a black belt or a brown belt from Spain comes and sits in while we're rolling, and he's. He starts speaking Spanish to some of the Brazilians. I hear the Spanish. So I say, hey, you know, what's up, buddy? He says, oh, I'm visiting. I'm on my honeymoon. And I'm visiting for Mr. Danaher's class. I said, well, Mr. Danaher's class starts at 1230. And he said, well, my wife is standing there. And it was like 11. My wife's standing there. And I'll be divorced if I wait here till 1230 for his class. And he said, "But, but look, over there is... Craig Jones, and over there is Gordon Ryan, and over there is John Danaher. He says, "I, I, I want to rub my eyes, like this is this is my thing." And I and I told him, I said, "You know, I I hear you, and it makes me feel so fortunate that I can see this every day. I see this every other day, but I could see it every day." So um, I I took him around to take pictures with everybody. So I was like, "Hey, Gordon, this is my friend Mario." He took yeah. he was like in heaven, and, and he said, "Oh, you know." The great, he called the, the fabuloso Ray Longo. And I said, <laughs> yeah, fabuloso. yeah. I said, the fabuloso. I said, he, do, he doesn't come here, but I'll, I'll make sure to get you something. So he was in New York City for his honeymoon. <laughs> and so I told him, hey, I'll be back at Henzo's. I'm gonna, I got you signed something from Ray. Ray signed a shirt for him. And uh, I went back to Henzo's. And he went back to Henzo's. And sure as shit, when he went back for the shirt, Henzo was also there. Oh wow! Nice. So introduced him to Henzo, and and so he this guy left holding the shirt. And so he, this guy couldn't have Mario. been happier. Very good old good Mario buddy. in Spain. So uh, and Mario said, of course, we always have a place to go when we go to Spain. And I, I think again, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's how that All works. Over the world. That's how that that's works, crazy. man. So yeah, and so shout out to Mario from Spain. Even though, um, even though you probably don't listen to this, he's uh he couldn't be happier when he got back to actually he went to Cancun from New York City um when he got there he sent me another instagram message saying how uh how friendships that he built in that little time in that in that Henzo Gracie gym was going to be the thing he remembers for his lifetime beautiful absolutely tremendous ray before we go i just want to mention the winter warrior program happening at longo and wideman mma and again ray longo can be reached at ray longo mma on instagram and Twitter. You can hear him on the Anik and Florian podcast. His website is Longo and Weidman MMA. Of course, I'm Steve Maraboli, pretty findable fella. I want you to make sure that you check out Wimp to Warrior program. It puts participants, regardless of experience of martial arts and fitness level, on a 22-week training schedule, which culminates in them competing in an amateur MMA fight. It's transformative. It's an incredible experience. That has these men and women becoming stronger, healthier, and more confident people in every aspect of their lives while taking on the ultimate challenge. You get to train at Law MMA and, of course, the greats of UFC and Bellator fighters, all the big wigs and all the little wigs all there at Law MMA will help you, including leading classes, personal instruction, and mentoring on the nuances of training and fighting an unforgettable experience. Make sure you check out Longo and Weidman MMA.com for more information on that. Don't forget to check out on it for us on it.com slash MMA beyond. And our promo code is MMA beyond Ray. Welcome back. And seriously though, brother, congratulations. You are, you downplay yourself a lot because other people are actually fighting, but 
You are the common denominator and some incredible stories from incredible fighters who get the spotlight on them and get voted into places like the Hall of Fame, and they all point to you right away. You are a common denominator. Welcome back. I think the fact that you go to Russia, not only for someone who has just a few fights, you go to Russia, and when you come back from Russia, you come to a podcast in Port Washington. It says a lot about your dedication and commitment and probably what gets you into their rooms with them and what gets them into the highlight reel. So congrats, my brother. Amen. Awesome. Thanks. And life ain't bad, Steve. Nah. I mean, come on. Life ain't bad. This is what we get to do. We've had this discussion. I think life ain't bad, and when guys are winning, it's only gets better. Is it, we, we've had this discussion of yeah, how, how it's, great it's, this it's, is it's compared to... And, yeah. well, you know, why wouldn't I come to a podcast and hang out and bullshit and talk about what a great experience it was for the last couple of days? And you know, anytime you're traveling, what matters is funny. And you know, we bust each other's balls, but he's a, he's a good dude and we just have a great time and just very appreciative and grateful for everything we, we have. Well, because you're able to see where you came from too. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you, you too, those stories of you guys going to uh, jujitsu to, no, no, <laughs> to, yeah. now, to now, to now, to coming back from, from uh, Moscow and setting another another record is a, is a good story. Folks, this is MMA and Beyond. Congratulations to everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Adios. Adios.